For our series of the ADC's competition talks with leading experts, we have today Christos Ganakos, Professor in Economics and Policy at the Cambridge Judge Business School of the University of Cambridge. Christos is also a member of the Economic Advisory Group on Competition Policy at Digicomp. He's an associate researcher at the Center for Economic Performance at, uh, at the LSE, the London School of Economics, a research fellow uh, in the CEPR, the Center for Economic Policy Research, uh, and Christo has published widely in leading economic journals, uh, including the Journal of Political Economy, the Economic Journal, the Journal of the European Economic Association, uh, uh, amongst uh, many others. Christos, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm truly delighted to be able to do this uh, in a, for the ADC's Comcast series at uh, this time. Thank you very much for the invitation, Sofia. Thank you. So, Christos. Uh, I believe that this is going to be a very interesting uh, podcast, uh, as we'll focus on, on very technical concepts, uh, building on your research, but we only have voice, so there's no slides, no blackboards, no complicated formulas, and I think that this is a very good challenge, uh, <laughs> because this will leave us uh, with uh, what I know is your excellent ability to, to provide intuition uh, to otherwise uh, very complex uh, technical concepts. Now. Uh, uh, you have made very important contributions to the empirical literature on pass-through, and I would start by asking you, as an expert on this topic, if you could share with us uh, what you think the main determinants uh, of the pass-through rate are. Thank you. Um, I, I think the, the pass-through is a topic is a, is a very interesting topic that cuts through many different uh, literatures in, in, in economics. Um, I mean, it's a classic topic in public economics. Um, but also a very important topic in uh, macroeconomics or international economics when we talk to openness uh, to trade or exchange rate pass-throughs. Uh, and it's a very important topic for uh, industrial organization, uh, for, for uh, the economics of, uh, of competition. So uh, the, the, there, is a, there is an asymmetry in, in, in terms of the literature in the sense that the theory literature is very well developed um, and, and it's a very old literature in, in the sense describing the main driving forces of, of this phenomenon. Uh, and I think this is the, 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 the key takeaway in terms of what are the important factors. So uh, to go from uh, the, easier, uh, the easier notions to the more difficult ones, um, the pass-through is fundamentally a function of the elasticity of the demand and supply. So whichever is more inelastic um, in, in a classic tax incident sort of literature is going to bear most of the burden of, a, of an increase in, in taxes or more generally an, an increase in, uh, in, in the cost of a, of, of a firm or of an industry. So the first uh, thing to note is, the, is that the pass-through is a function of the elasticity of the demand and supply. The second element, once you have a market structure where firms have some degree of market power, then uh, it becomes also a function of the uh, slope of the, of the curvature, if you want, of the demand and the cost. So again, is the interplay between these two forces because the, a, an increase in the cost, increase in, a shock in the cost increases the, 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 the cost curve. Uh, and, and you want to see how the demand curve is going to respond as a, as a response to, to, to the re-optimization that the firm is going is to try to do. So the curvature of the demand and the curvature of the uh, cost curve is going to indicate whether, for example, the firm is going to pass through more uh, uh, of, the, of, the, of the cost increase or, or less than of, of the cost increase. Last but not least, when, when we are coming to a market structure that has 
a small number of firms that have some degree of market power and most importantly that they strategically interact with each other when what, what we call an oligopoly a, a few firms interacting with each other then the pass through becomes also a function of the um, uh, of the intensity of competition among them if you think of the two extremes as the perfect competition and the monopoly, the oligopoly lies somewhere in between, but it really depends on what sort of an oligopoly do we have in the sense that um, the, the degree of competition uh, tilts the pass-through either towards one end, like either towards the monopoly outcome or towards the, the competitive outcome. So I think these are the, the three key elements that, that, um, that they interplay and make the pass-through so fascinating as a topic because the, the, the interplay and, and the, the, they lead to different conclusions depending on the value of these, of these parameters. Indeed, Christos, uh, uh, very interesting but also challenging <laughs> for competition uh, agencies in, in, in terms of, of, of dealing uh, with some instances in which we need to, 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 to take a stance on or to have an idea of what the cost pass-through is in order to to finish a theory of harm, conclude on a theory of harm or on efficiency claims. So it's it's interesting and very challenging. Uh, and it was also challenging that you made to, you, these three points without uh, using a graph uh, to <laughs> illustrate curvatures of demand and supply. So, so congrats on that. Uh, uh, another point that I would like to pick up on what you have just said is that there's a lot of theory uh, uh, literature on this little evidence uh, uh, to help uh, guide uh, uh, the insights that we can bring into policy uh, applications. Um, and uh, as an enforcer, I always uh, uh, ask uh, uh, every empirical economist to contribute in IO, because uh, there's certainly, uh, like this, other aspects in which we could benefit from further insights. Uh, and uh, in this, you have made very important contributions. So I cannot ask this to you because you're always making contributions uh, to, to shed further light in terms of uh, empirical knowledge uh, for, for applying the law, that we can use for applying the law. And uh, given this, I would ask, building on your research and your findings uh, uh, empirically in terms of the relationship between degree of competition in the market and degree of cost pass-through, what would uh, uh, the, the key lessons uh, uh, that you would share with us on, on this uh, so important relationship? Yeah, th thank you. I, um, to, to be uh, precise, there is a, a very large literature um, exploiting or measuring pass-through in different industries, if you want, at, at the macro level or at the industry level, um, both in the international economics and macroeconomics or the interplay be between the two. That document some very interesting facts. For example, the the large heterogeneity across uh, of, of pass through across different industries, or the fact that you have um, a lot of heterogeneity of firm level pass through within a given industry, right? So, so this um, sort of knowledge uh, comes from from a, a lot of empirical work that that takes advantage of exogenous events like exchange rate um, uh, changes or changes in trade policy to, to try to measure uh, pass-through at, at the industry level. Our contribution um, is aimed at looking at this interrelationship between pass-through and the degree of market competition, respecting the fact that firms endogenously enter into a market, right? So what does it mean endogenously enter into the market? It means that firms 
they think twice before entering into a particular either location or a, a, or a given market. And the reason for that is that they try, of course, to, to maximize their, their profits. So the degree of competition that we observe in a given market is a function of the characteristics of that particular market. Now, we um, delve into this question trying to tease out the, as much as possible a causal evidence of how the degree of competition affects market structure by looking at a very special environment, which is the environment of, of Greek islands. Why Greek islands? The, the important aspect of Greek islands is that they vary a lot in size. So you have some very small islands that hold very few firms or even a, a, a one firm. Uh, in particular, we're looking at the um, gasoline market uh, and, and they can hold one gas station. You have a, another set of islands that can hold two gas stations, three gas stations and so on and so forth. So you have a, an exogenously given market uh, size that allows you for different degrees of competition at, at, the, at the island level. So then in 2010, we take advantage of a, of a change in policy uh, instituted by the Greek government where because of the financial crisis, they increased the excise uh, duties across all gas stations, across all gas products at the same time. So we have a common shock hitting all these different markets. And um, even more uh, interestingly, they, they left out one of the products uh, that these gas stations are selling, which is the heating uh, oil. So the heating oil is, is used by people to, to heat up their homes and is the main um, product that they, that they use. So we have basically at the gas station level, we have a, a, a treated uh, number of products where the excise duties increase and a control group that allows us to control for local market conditions. So we, we do this exercise whereby we see how the common shock um, is passed through to final consumer prices at different levels of uh, competition given the, the size of these islands. So what we observe is the following. We observe um, that the pass-through for a monopolist is uh, of the order of 44%, uh, statistically indistinguishable from 50%, which is what the fear would predict if the demand and the cost were linear. And then it increases and it reaches 100% or full pass-through with four firms. So basically you have this convergence result that the pass-through increases very quickly uh, and it reaches 100% with, with four firms in, in, in the market. This is important because it documents at a very fine level, at a very micro level, this relationship between pass-through and competition uh, and, and that gives us a, an essence of the shape of this relationship that, that can guide um, uh, both policy and, and further research. And so, Chris, thank you. So you've went through through the main uh, uh, key findings of your research that, that it's very interesting also because it builds on the perfect experiment for an empiricist uh, yeah. and not so good for the consumers of, 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 of gas stations in the Greek islands because <laughs> they were paying uh, higher prices. But for an empiricist, uh, the perfect world uh, in order to draw conclusions. Uh, can you now develop, uh, based on these findings uh, uh, for us, what uh, the main impl policy implications are uh, for competition enforcement, uh, I mean? Yeah, so that, that's, the, that's the most important thing. And, and I think uh, here we need to draw from the wider research. Our research is just one small piece in, 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 a, in a bigger puzzle. So I think there are some key lessons to, uh, that we can draw from the wider literature. Um, if I can uh, prioritize them or, or, or start from the most general to the, the, the more specific. 
So I think the, the first one is that if you look at the pass-through across different industries, there's a lot of heterogeneity. So the there is no one number for pass-through. Uh, the, there's a different number for, for different industries. Number two, um, the firm level pass-through is always lower than the industry-wide pass-through, right? So the industry-wide pass-through, uh, it's, it's, it's easier perhaps to, to calculate or, or, or you have some evidence from that from, from other countries. But in most of the cases, I think in, in your day-to-day -day operations, when, when you deal with specific firms, you need to take a stance that the firm level pass-through is always going to be lower than the industry level pass-through, right? Um, uh, even in, uh, even in, 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 in concentrated uh, markets. Of course, it, it will depend on, on how concentrated the market is. Um, number three is that um, you observe both uh, pass-throughs that are above 100% and, and below 100%, right? So, so the, that means that the, uh, these factors that I mentioned at the beginning, like the curvature of the demand or the curvature of the cost function, really play a role. So you can observe, for example, um, um, convergence above 100%, and as you increase competition, the pass-through to converge uh, uh, to, to come down. Or you can have a pattern like in, in our paper where uh, the monopolies is, is, is uh, passing through like 50% of the, of the increases, of the cost increases, and then the pass-through increases up to 100% with four firms or, or more. So it, it, the details of the particular uh, market, and, and in particular the curvature of the demand and the curvature of the, of the cost function really matter for the calculation of, of pass-through and, and really make a difference. So, it, it's very hard to draw general conclusions to say um, of, of what the behavior would be in any oligopolistic market or in any market with a similar number of, of competitors. Last but not least, and, and especially for competition authorities, I think um, um, there is a, a lesson to, to learn in terms of the geographic market definition and, and, and an exercise that we do in, in our work in that we need to be very careful in what we demonstrate is that the calculation of the pass-through really depends on how you define the market. And, and of course, um, in, in operations, you need to do some, uh, you need to calculate some geographic market definition, but you, not, you just need to be aware that this geographic market definition may bias the uh, pass-through calculation in a, in, a, in a positive way. In other words, you may find monopolies where there are no monopolies, right? So, so that's very important in terms of uh, policy lessons in that you need to do a lot of robustness of um, whatever calculations you're doing just because it's, it's really hard to replicate our environment where you have very clean defined markets and very clear defined uh, market boundaries. Very well, uh, Christos, and, and you made a death point uh, on the geographic markets very clear with the, with, the, with the tests that you did in your paper. Now, to sum up and to finalize, to wrap up uh, our podcast, uh, if I would ask you to summarize in a list of the main empirical stylized facts on pass-through that you think every competition enforcer should know, uh, regardless of if there's some overlap with, 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 with what you have just mentioned, uh, uh, pinpoint for us, please, if, if you may, the main stylized facts on pass-through, uh, the must-knows. Yeah, I, I think number one is that there is a lot of uh, heterogeneity of pass-through across industries. Number two is that uh, the firm-level pass-through 
uh, it's most of the time uh, lower than the industry level pass through. Then uh, the how the market structure or how competition affects pass through will depend on the particularities of this market. More precisely, will depend on whether the pass through is above 100% or below 100%. You always get um, a, a sort of convergence result in the sense that as you increase competition, the pass through converges to something, but th that convergence matters whether it's above or, or below 100%. Last but not least, I think um, it, it's important to have in mind that when you delineate uh, local markets and when you delineate geographic market definition, you need to be very careful and, and, and have at the back of your mind the fact that um, uh, the, the entry in a particular market is a dangerous and hence it's really important to take that into consideration when, when you do calculations for, for pastoral. Well, a very useful list on a very complicated topic. Thank you, Christos. <laughs> Thank you very much for, for the opportunity to, to talk about our research and, and to contribute to, to, to your knowledge. And well, and you do always. So thank you very much. It was really my pleasure to do this podcast with you. Thank you.